Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, hey, and the Wells is here. Yep, all of us. What's up, wait? What? All of us? All of us. Oh, I thought all the Wells. Like, Are like, we talking to all of the Wells or just some, some of the Wells? Some of the Wells. Uh, so, what's been happening since last recording session? That's a good question. Um, we did all of our running around last time. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't think I did anything. Yeah. I, I didn't. Well, okay. I, I did like one real brief thing that turned into like two of the same thing. Uh, so no new brewery opened up in the last two weeks in what? Charlotte. So I know, right? So no, no, Bullshit. New, no new breweries for me to visit. But I did uh, feel a little inspired after a really crap week of like, let's just forget going to a new brewery. Let's go to an old one. So we walked to OG Noda, nice. um, okay. and they had a pair of beers that really struck, me, like captured my interest. One was a Baltic Porter. Aged in whiskey barrels. Oh, yeah. That one didn't, like, do it for me. Okay. But they had a stock ale. So think, like, diet barley wine. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. Maris Otter flaked oats and... Or flaked wheat and oats and a three-and-a-half-hour boil. And it was, like, pushing 10%. And I could drink those all afternoon because... I went back on Sunday, and that's exactly what I did. It's freaking amazing. Nice. So, so a ten percent barley wine, which is what a lot of people call a barley wine. Well, I mean, but a like, stock like, a stock ale. So I'm thinking like like a diet barley wine, but not a diet barley. Well, wine. I, you know, and, and, and I'm only saying that because I feel like when I see stuff on the shelves, I'm like, ooh, it's a barley wine, and then I'm like nine percent. Right. Like, I, I, look, Revolution <laughs> has ruined me. Oh, and yeah. so has Fremont, and so has a lot of, you know, like, Old Hickory. Like, give me a, a barley wine that actually, you know, comes to the table at 12 plus. I don't, you know. Really? 10 I, plus? Like, minimum double digits for a barley wine. I'm, sure. I'm not buying your 9.9%. But the sad part is you're talking about a 9% barley wine as a diet barley wine, when, you know, you're also saying that's where the four should be for a barley wine. Yep. So, which is it? I said a stock ale, okay. which is like a diet barley wine. Uh, he, he did. I know. Twice. I know. This is three times. So it is a stock ale, and a stock ale is a stock ale. And this beer is called Stock Ale, and it's really good. I don't know if you've had old stock from North Coast like a long, long time ago. Man, I, if I did, I don't remember it at all. Well, I do. I bet you do. I do remember it, and I miss it very much, and it was whatever. The Noda Stock Ale, if they had any sort of package available, it would be here tonight. Promise. Gotcha. So, yeah. What have y'all done? I drank a shitload of stock ale this weekend. <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah. I, I, I did say. not do that. Nope, I, uh, I didn't. I didn't either. Every, every now and then I would uh, flip on the NFL games and be like, oh, this is looking interesting. And then suddenly, nope, it's not interesting anymore. Some of those games were good. Oh. Several of them. I just got really excited to see Tay-Tay. But, yeah, you see, know. like, I, I'm now at the point where I feel like I, I am actively rooting against the Chiefs just because of that. <laughs> like, I, I know that the popular theory right now is to have the, you know, Taylor Swift Eminem Super Bowl. I, man, I, no. <laughs> like, just, like, no. No? Where does Eminem come into this? Detroit? Detroit. If the Lions make it. <clears throat> Excuse me. But why would Eminem be doing a Super Bowl? He, the joke is... People who are like now associated with the town because oh. apparently Taylor Swift, you know, Kansas City. Oh, who's a similar musician from Detroit? I don't know who's a similar musician from Baltimore. And Saint Clown Posse, come on, man. Oh, my bad. <laughs> we, maybe we can find out how magnets work. Yeah, they will be the surprise guests during the Usher halftime show. Yeah, yeah. Usher is how is Usher still? Never mind. I don't care. It's the you've <laughs> got you've got at least seven songs, right? Yeah. Come on. Come on. Are you available? Yes, because you're not doing anything? Awesome. Come on. It's a paycheck. I mean, I'm available. Supposedly, they don't get paid. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They just I mean, get, they'll, they yep. get a big boost of yep. sales, but yeah. <clears throat> well, when they've started turning it into, you know, like, I'm also advertising all of my new gear and my new swag and, yeah. like, whatever. It's a thing. It's a thing. All right. So, news times. News times. Oh, boy. Uh, well, <clears throat> sorry. I'm a little... Still under the weather, but Jeff, do you remember? I remember. 
I want to say it was well, it was our last last time that we did a show at uh, Grapevine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 South Carolina. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Bottle shop in South Carolina. In case very cool bottle know. shop in uh, Fort Mill. Yes. And did we not meet the folks from Legal Remedy at that last one that we did? I feel like we did. <laughs> that that I mean, I'm sure we could look it up, but I ain't gonna. Yeah. I, I feel like we did, but anyways, Wells, what is happening with legal remedy? Because it's I have no freaking idea. Kind of weird. I I have no idea. I was so I thought I knew what was happening after I read this article, <laughs> and then they're like, per their Facebook post, and I'm like, okay, cool. I might as well get a little bit more detail from this Facebook post, whatever. And then there's like conflicting information in the comments of this Facebook post. So on. On paper, what, on, what is happening? On paper, the first brewery in York County is closing for renovation, remodel, whatever, but also a name change. So the OG, the location of Legal Remedy, will become something else. Okay. But what I gleaned from the comment section is, will Legal Remedy still going to be Legal Remedy, but just not out of there? And I don't know who or if or what the situation is about them brewing beer, okay. but supposedly it will still be available in the market. I don't know. I really wish they would have had like a clear, concise message on this right? because they're supposedly a week away from reopening and no announcement of what the new name <clears throat> is going to be. Uh, apparently they were waiting on art to come in before they announce this okay oh, all right uh i know <laughs> i, I kind of made that same face when i read that as well i'm confused and the more i think about this the less i give a shit yeah i, I mean i was gonna say so number one for the three of us rock hill is a little bit of a john yep unless you specifically are going there for a reason um traffic to get there is a nightmare and yep. a half um you know, up until so the wife had some family in the area. But I mean, like, if you were to say, hey, gents, do you want to go somewhere on the weekend and let's go to run? No. No. If anything, we're going out to Concord. Like, if I'm going <clears throat> anywhere out outside of the Charlotte metro area for right. beer, it's going to be Concord. Right. I'm not going there. But, you know, on the, the flip side, Rock Hill's not that far from Charlotte. It does have a fairly decent-sized population. And they were the first brewery that kind of sprung up some other places to try to get out there. So that's neat. But, eh. But also, I, I mean, <clears throat> I know they've... I've seen their stuff sitting on the shelves for a long time. I, I don't know how much foothold they had. And, you know, maybe the original owners decided... Hey, we you know it's time to cut our losses. Somebody else is interested. You know, we had some fun. Let's yeah. go do something else. Who knows? Yeah. The the funny thing to me about the legal remedy story is they're like a bunch of legal professionals that like decided to open a brewery together. Except when they started doing distro in North Carolina, they didn't like get the legal paperwork. Well, it says here their um, their liquor license. Uh, where to go? Yeah, that's their. Would close Monday for two. To, Their yeah. state alcohol license expired, so you know something that you'd imagine they would say on top of. Well, it expired because they would have to get the paperwork refiled under new ownership, so they probably just let it lapse and then did the handover at that point and did a renaming. But like, dude, they were doing just illegal distribution in North Carolina for like the first. It seems while. like that's a thing that happens not a lot, but more than it ever should. Yep. Yep. Hey, here we are. Yep. 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 So yeah, I've I've no idea what's going to happen to them. Apparently, the original space will become something new, but maybe legal remedy is going to continue brewing somewhere else. I I don't I don't know, man. I'm sure I'll just learn about this and yeah. wish I did more know. to come. I, I guess. Yeah. <sighs> and now we have a closure that hits near and dear to my heart. Does it though? M mine too. Let's uh. Let's have a brief moment of silence for Midnight Mulligan. Wait. Okay, that's enough. They ever opened? <laughs> what do you mean? I just remember a few months back, we were talking about how... The, I don't remember if we talked about it on the show, but like 
somewhat infamously their investor slide deck leaked out and it was uh oh, yeah. quite awful yeah um like just all of the worst stereotypes from a brewery owner about maybe not owner but a marketing team about the type of people that they wanted to attract and you know and how to market that and honestly i i was done with midnight mulligan but long before yeah. that before they even opened before that leaked out no no not before they opened um because i went there and i you gotta check them off sure okay anyway um what well you, you you go to all the breweries in town i do so you got it like you wanted to go there you weren't going to write them off until you at least had gone and then you can say i went there and now i'm not going again i did go back like one more time yeah you drug me I there i drug you there you oh. asshole um talk oh about, yeah talk about needing a mulligan hello well i mean <clears throat> just on the basis of their beer alone uh we now we now have an opening for worst brewery in charlotte yeah like i did not like them and that tap room sucked donkey balls it was dull it like, felt like an office park it yeah. literally felt like we walked into a we work place and i i kept waiting wells to talk to me about synergies and i was gonna <laughs> punch him in his fucking face when he did it i mean you know if you if you, you leverage him we could have gone next door and had some seltzer i i almost would have rathered at that point after the one i think we had one beer each if i remember right which is never yep. a good sign, right? If you're out brewery hopping, with if I'm out brewery hopping with either one of you, I know immediately the red flag without you ever having to say a word is you get one beer and we're done. Well, like, this I, place sucks. I don't think I needed to tell you that we got one beer. You took one sip and you kind of realized, oh yeah, this is a short-term stay. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. You ass. <laughs> So yeah, Midnight Mulligan shut down. There's no news story. It's just all their socials are gone. Their websites like redirects to some weird bento box site now. By the way, I know it's who their hosting company was. Oh, okay, okay. So it's just straight up gone and good. And, and like, good there's riddance. no scuttlebutt about this. I mean, like, as as upset as the local beer people get about you know random brewery shuts down without any notice, like there was some notice okay. out there. At least they were letting. I mean, not like you could find anything out on their social media because ever since they were poison for any sort of social media person to work for them, uh, I guess they just got what they could get and just didn't have very much of a social media presence after that point. Um, so, yeah, there's no scuttlebutt. There's no this, that. People were notified, Taproom customers and employees both. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's just the, well, buy yeah. GIF and, and whatever. Oh, I'm so, so sad and upset that I didn't make it to this place. That yeah, you both I, I, I can tell. If anything, like maybe this is a cautionary tale. Like pranks are fun, but don't drag somebody to a shitty brewery that you know is shitty on purpose. Like, come on, don't do that. That's just not cool, man. Not cool. But it, not cool, Wells. But not cool. <laughs> It's almost cool. like I do that every single time I take Jeff or Josh out. It's like we go to three good ones and one bad brewery. Yeah, it's like my punishment, I guess, for not leaving the house. He's yep. like, you don't, you don't, you don't leave the house. Fuck you. We're going to this terrible place, I, too. I got to catch you up on things. And, you know, I don't want you to think that the Charlotte beer scene is bulletproof. Oh, yeah, it's well, I, know, I know it's not. <laughs> it's not. But living again, living goes, in this little house all the time, I know it's not. But this goes back to that, you know, like how many times, oh, brewery closes. Oh, there's a bubble. No, there's not. Bad breweries that can't make good beer or even tolerable beer. Yeah. That have bad aesthetic to use the kids' terms. Oh, it, like, it did. Yeah, it felt you, like an Ikea catalog threw up. Well, I mean, I'm not kidding you. It literally felt like, Jeff, that you were walking into any type of a corporate, like, rental place, like a WeWork or something like that, and, or, like, an open-air concept office. One of the two. And it felt so fucking weird. Like, I, yeah. I really thought he was going to start, you know, TPS reporting me and synergies and I'm like I need to get the fuck out of here. But then that also explains why they had a shitty slide deck and how it got out. Like yeah. it's just, you know, like it's people who are still trying to get into the brewery scene at this point that don't have a good plan or good acumen. Like you're going to crash and burn. Yeah. And you know, I don't want anybody to lose a job. Yeah, it but, sucks. You know, 
maybe this is one of those cautionary tales of if you're unhappy in your current job and you see there's a new brewery opening up and you think you're going to jump over there and everything's going to be better, it might not be. Yeah. Make sure you're fully checking them out. Yeah. Uh, have either of you gentlemen ever used or even heard of Drizzly? Nope. Is that like Grizzle? <laughs> Grizzle. Yes. They're the ones that gave Pawnee free Wi-Fi, I think. Right? Yes, that's right. Uh, so Drizzly was a, notice I used the term was, a alcohol delivery service that uh, was independent of Uber. And then just like everything, Uber snatched up a bunch of these companies like Postmates and Drizzly and a few others. And they have decided to shut down the Drizzly part of their services, which is no big surprise. <sighs> What is unusual, this article points out, is this was, like, separate from Uber. Like, they may have bought them, but they didn't, like, use any of their own delivery drivers. This right. was, like, an algorithm, like a tech that Uber bought, essentially. Uh. And uh, and there's a whole big stink about this acquisition was probably poisonous to begin with. Because it turns out uh, Drizzly got hacked in 2020 and had 2.5 million uh, customers' information exposed. But they tried to keep all that quiet. Of course, it came out during the merger. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they knew about this issue for two years and uh -huh. did nothing yep. to fix this. Yep. And it wasn't until the FTC uh, was reviewing their merger, and they're like, wait a second. You had, like, a real bad data breach two years ago. <laughs> oh, we did? Oh, we did? What? Really? Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. So, good riddance. I mean, it's it's a liquor delivery service, which yeah. doesn't... Well, like, so, number one, um, in the state of North Carolina, they, as far as I know, never went online. Like, I could never no. actually use the service. Because, like, well you can't said... Get stuff to, most times, you can't get stuff delivered in North Carolina, in a lot of cases. Yes, and and to Wells's point, it was more liquor than it was anything else, and uh -huh. because of the state-run stuff here, that's not legal. So, wait, that's illegal. <clears throat> so it would it would have never gone online. I don't know if they ever got into the wine and beer world. Obviously, if I'm doing that, I use different apps anyway, so it was never a big deal to me. Um, I never got to try the service, so you know, hey, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, I'm not getting any sort of alcohol delivered to me when I live, like, five-minute walk from, I don't know. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least a fair selection of things. Exactly. So, yeah. So, um, R.I.P. I mean, Drizzly, we hardly knew you. Yeah. Who? Exactly. <sighs> Names I do recognize, or at well, least one of. One of. Yeah, yep. I, I recognize one. I don't know the other. I don't know it either. Wachusett. What you say? What you say? What you say? Wachusett Brewing out of um, Massachusetts. Yep. Westminster. Anyway, um, is getting bought, and and I've got the full article, okay. like whatever. But uh, they're I getting don't... bought by the parent company of Smutty Nose. Y'all remember Smutty Nose? Yep. Very well. Portsmouth, New Hampshire area. Um, been a long time since I bought any other product, but do remember them very well in the early days. It's been it's been pushing a decade since the last time I even saw them on the shelves, which is oh, yeah. which is kind of like wow, Smutty Nose. They're really going on an acquisition spree. This is the second brewery uh, that they've bought in the last probably couple months. Uh, we talked about their last uh, purchase on episode five hundred nine about them buying a brewery out of Brooklyn. Yep. So now they've got like three different breweries under their belt. It's Smutty Nose, Wachusett, and then whatever that Brooklyn brewery was. Just crazy. I mean... I know. I thought they were dead. I like, did, too. I legitimately thought they they were gone. <clears throat> but I guess it goes to show you that some of these places, you know, let's use a green flash as a prime example, that overextend themselves too much too fast, oh, yeah. go <clears throat> back home and do one of two things. They either die on the vine or they do what Smutty Nose apparently has done and has managed to grow and continue to get bigger and bigger to the point where 
they can start becoming more of a regional powerhouse. Yeah, I mean, it makes some sense. <clears throat> Hope they don't expand too fast. Exactly. All right. Weird. Just not what I was expecting. 100%. What's going on in Indiana? In Indiana. Oh, man. Jeff, you want to fill us in a little bit more? I don't. Okay, so. I didn't do my homework. I'm sorry. There is I'm not sorry. an interesting fight brewing um, over who can distribute what products. And this is all revolving around uh, ready to drink seltzers, like prepackaged okay. seltzers. Yep. So we've got two different ways of making a, a seltzer, hard seltzers. Um, you can either use like a sugar and kind of build up from there, or you can do like a liquor based approach where you water down that down the liquor. And, yeah, and as, as we've discussed, it's kind of either brew up or boil down. Yeah, yeah. and or dilute, or dilute down. down. Yeah, or and, dilute and down. brew up tends to be gross, and dilute down usually tastes better. <laughs> I think so too because it's got you know like it's a real like it's a drink that they added alcohol to and then right yeah. So there's a fight brewing now in Indiana because uh, it's you can either have like a wine and liquor combo license or a beer and wine combo license if you're a distributor. Um, it weirded me out to go to Indiana and be able to buy like liquor on the shelf at Walmart. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Super strange. Yeah. Well, you know, like normal society. Yeah. Yep. So beer wholesalers that have access to obviously the, the breweries that they distribute would really love to be able to carry their full range of products. But unfortunately, some of these breweries, um, they're ready to drink cocktails or seltzers or whatever are the diluted down kind. And so even though they'll carry like 95% of this book of business, they're going to need to have like a different distributor handle, like just the seltzer portion of the program, which is just, I don't dum, know. Da, it, dum, dum, dum. I know. But this is an issue that, like, we're, we're seeing on a national basis. It, it's just funny to watch, like, one state that I think has weirdly permissive alcohol laws just, yeah. like, fight amongst them. Any, anytime distributors are in an all-out war over something, I'm just popping popcorn. Yeah. <clears throat> They're fighting for the money, obviously. And it is nice going to Indiana. And, you know, you can go to a liquor store and you can get beer and wine and liquor or you can go to the target and get beer and wine and liquor and you know everybody seems to be surviving right so you know and they don't need like the state you know abc control board coming in saying oh this is how it has to be like it's amazing how it all works right but the free the free market can do things here we are yeah what do you know it's uh it's a bizarre bizarre thing so yeah, I'm sure I will keep an eye on all things going on in in the liquor world in Indiana. Yay! One one more one more state to just like monitor, I guess. As if New Jersey and I'm Alaska. I'm willing to do field research twice a year. How about that? There you go. Way to stay on top of this, Jeff. That's right. And by field research, I mean I'm going you know liquor store hopping, looking for stuff. <laughs> Although, like again, it is hilarious. To I mean, you found. That dragon's milk bourbon, which, by the way, I finally cracked a little bit. Uh -huh. It's really goddamn good. Awesome. I, I will save both of oh, you yeah. a nip. I'm, I'm, I'll be interested to try it. But yeah, I mean, like, it's there's a, a store chain called Meyer. Um, I think it's mostly Midwest. I've only ever seen it in Indiana, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's kind of like a Walmart. Yep. You know, they got a grocery side. They got, you know, clothes and then, you know, like smack dab in the middle in the back. It's like, here's a couple rows of all kinds of beers. They got ready to drink cocktails. They've got seltzers. They've got non-alcoholic. They've got a spot on their shelf for Booker's and Blanton's. And I'm mm. just like, one of these days I'll be here when you have some on the shelf. But is I'm I'm over four. Yeah, I was about to say I'm sure that is like a rare find to actually see those spots yeah. filled in. And every now and then I'll ask him like, look, I, I know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. Do you have any in the back? No, do, we don't do, have any. Do you back. have any Booker's or Blanton's in the back? No. I, I remember being able to buy that stuff off the shelf, like, without any sort of competition. Yeah. And this, like, all these bourbon bros that are out there chasing shit. I'm like... Well, do you remember when a bottle of Eagle Rare used to cost, like, 30 35 bucks? It's now 65 to $70 if, if you, you can, can find, find it. it. Which is fucking insane. I know. Yeah. It's, I mean, Eagle Rare is good, but it's not that good. 
And that's where I find I, that's where I find myself with a lot of bourbon, right? Like it's so much of it is, it's and I I categorize it with beer and probably wine in the same book. There may be somebody who can discern the difference between a forty dollar bottle of bourbon and a two hundred dollar or two thousand dollar bottle of bourbon, but in most cases, I feel like it's there to show that you're spending that kind of money on a product. You may or may not enjoy it. It may or may not be that much better. It's definitely not that much better. I would tend to agree with you as, as I kind of went on this bourbon journey a couple of years ago and really started to pay attention to what bourbon, where it was from, how it was distilled, who was making it. Yeah. And then, you know, how much I was spending and, Yes, there is a marked, in my opinion, a marketed difference between like a bottle of Evan Williams and a bottle of Woodford. Sure. Like, I could tell you the difference between those two pretty easily. But then you get into that 60 to $80 bottle range, I couldn't really tell the difference. Yeah. They all tasted the same to me. You know, you, you like Jefferson's is one I like to look at. I, I like Jefferson's. Yeah. But then you get into like Jefferson's at sea and Jefferson's ocean and Jeff like all these other special variants. And I'm like, this is like what they do with beer, only they're charging a lot more for it. Right. And I'm sure it's good, but I'm not going to be like sitting at home going, ah, you know what I really wish I had was a twice as expensive bourbon yeah. or, or more. Right. Yeah. I, I'd love for some of the bourbon hype to finally die off because, you know, I'd love to That'd be able be to, great. you know, there, there's a lot of stuff I haven't been able to find. And, and one of these days I'll have it and I'll try it and, and I'll move on. I, I go back to my cheap bourbon and, you know, yeah. Buffalo Trace works. Just any of cheap anymore either. Well, it is, it is back in Indiana. Last, last story up. I've always heard of this bottle shop, but unfortunately have never been. Have you been? Yeah. Not since they located or not since they relocated, but, um, Jeff, because you were in the area. Yeah. Did you ever go? No. Okay. I've never even heard of this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sam's so it's my bottle. fault, clearly. Yeah, it is. Sam's Bottle Shop in Durham, North Carolina, has announced that they will close. Uh, this It's been almost a decade of them being in business. Um, I, they were one of those, like, I knew them by reputation, kind of. Right. Um, I mean, same we, here. Like, we did a lot of business uh, with them at Old Hickory. I, okay. Seems like a nice group of guys. I only went there like one time because um, I don't make it to the triangle very much at all. But you know, I'm I miss them. Like I'm, I, they're not even gone yet, I'm, and I've only been there the one time. But like, you don't have like that much of an impact statewide out of like one doorstop. Like if you're not doing things the right way. So well, and so oh, you've got to be kidding me. This place is probably four minutes away from my daughter's new apartment. Oh, really? Yes. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> well, so, I mean, true true story, but so, in, you know, kind of the early craft beer scene days here in Charlotte, we would all go to these events, and we'd all sit there and talk and everything, and I got asked multiple times, hey, have you ever been to Sam's? I'm like, no, no, what, where's that? And they're like, well, it's up in the Raleigh area. And I'm like, well, I don't really get up to the triangle all that much, but I guess. So even back then in the early days of this scene, like people That's were crazy. talking about that place. Like, you know, what I basically Salud turned into is what I feel like this place was before Salud was Salud. At least from the early circling gathering yep. that I got is that like, this is the important bottle shop in North Carolina. Like, yep. You're so, going to get shit that you're not going to see anywhere else. It was the first place I saw Cantillon on the shelf. Okay. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And I'm... So, oh, go ahead. So, Jeff. Bottle Shop and Sam's Quick Shop, are those two different places? Are yeah. they both closing? Yes. Yeah, so, they started as, like, like a gas station, whatever. Scroll, Josh. Oh. Yeah, because you didn't email this to me, and I haven't read it. Um... Yeah, it started as a gas station. Basically, it was a diner first. Oh, okay. And then after a diner, it became a gas station. All right. And then... Like you do. Yeah, and then basically... What, what's next for us, guys? So... Became a C-store, but... Yeah, and then basically they decided, looking at the scene even back then, that they didn't want to have, like, the normal AB products on the shelf. They yep. didn't want the, the BMCs of the world. I love it. 
And so back then it was a bunch of the international stuff because that was what really was the craft beer scene at the time. Right. And then as the craft beer scene grew, more and more of the sea store stuff got taken out and beer stuff got put into its place. Yep. That's awesome. And I think, I mean, you had said, oh, this is kind of like salute. I mean, honestly, this is the same story as Brawley's. I was about to ask that it, question. It is. Okay. This is like, this is pretty much a mirror where like it started out as gas station, became a sea store, became a sea store. Are you with serious? Beer focus. I yeah. did. I, I'm, I'm not being facetious here. I had no idea. I always just thought it was a bottle shop. Nope. Huh. I'll be damned. Yeah, it always looked like a gas station to me. And I, when you walk, I, I, I think mean, about I guess it, you're right. You, when think, you think about, about it when it, you walk yeah. in. Like, it feels very gas, gas station-y. Station. Yeah, yeah. You're or right. at least I, I, we haven't been since they've remodeled. Or at least I haven't been since they've remodeled. So there's uh, not. I haven't been either. It's fine. So they're closing. Does does that open the window for someone else to take over? Yes, or? but nobody has said that they're going to step in as of yet. Yeah, I imagine the. <laughs> I imagine that's a. Yeah, that's, that's a price point. Yeah, that's probably a price point, but you'd have to imagine somebody's probably going to try to take that over. At least you would hope. I'm not necessarily take that over, but I mean, this is like a gaping hole in the local craft beer scene now. Like, right. you don't have an OG like this just close without some sort of like ripple being felt. So, I mean, I'm not trying to be like melodramatic here, but like, this sucks for Durham. This sucks yeah. for the Triangle. Um, but, you know, good on them for running a good run for yeah. a while and, and being like a mainstay of the North Carolina craft beer community. Well, and not only that, but I mean, cashing out. At the end of the day, like, they sold the original facility for $5 million. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, like, they got, they got some money for doing, you know, in their opinion, what they just felt was right. Like, yeah. here, here's how I'm going to make some money, yeah. an easy way to make money, and... I mean, or, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't. I, I hate to throw the word easy around. I mean, I'm sure. That well, was, yes, there's a lot of hard work. But yes, they did it's a lot of painstaking. Uh, obviously, they did something that they were passionate about, and it took off, and they had success. And you know, that's the American dream. You get to a point where you know whatever you've done has now caught on, and somebody says, "I like what you did. I would now like to buy it for more money than you can say no to." Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good for them. Hate it for the scene. Hopefully somebody else will come in to fill the, the power vacuum, but yeah, yeah, hopefully. All right, we're ready for break. You got it. it. We'll be back in thirty. Do it, do it. time for buy no buy jeff you uh did something a little special for this one so I, yeah you know um let's talk about it um i'll just I'll, I'll keep it very high level and say a co-worker um was at treehouse acquired a bunch of treehouse and um we made an exchange Revolution for Treehouse. It fucking flew in on a plane today. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's not that fresh, but it literally flew in on a plane today. Yeah. yeah it was pulled out of the fridge this morning. Yeah. So there's that. All right. So the first beer up isn't a Treehouse. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Sierra Nevada for a second. We're going to talk <laughs> right. about the beer that all three of us kind of went like wait now we've had this one right no we have not had it on the show we've talked about it so many times sierra nevada's hazy little thing ipa how i don't even know how many times we've talked about this on the show i would say more than six i think that's a safe assumption but the, we've uh, never had it yeah the local local grocery here had 12 packs of these for um 16 dollars kind of tough to beat yeah, impossible. Kinda. Yeah, I didn't really have anything hoppy in the fridge, and I'm like, it's hazy, but I'll give it a shot. Um, I, I will tell you that I don't love it. 
it, it it's fine. I will I'll muscle through it. It's a good beer. Oh, it's fine. Uh, drink, Justin. Right. It, it's it, it's not my jam. Hazy still give me this weird sort of overall body feeling, like there's something in it that doesn't work with me. But you know, sometimes you just want something hoppy and cheap and good. Yeah, I mean it's a well-made beer. I get it. Man, you're walking in a long circle to say you're not going to buy. This I'm not going to buy. It. I mean, yeah. like I, yeah. I, I knew you were. Like, like if I had my druthers and I had an, you know, like I'd rather have. Yeah, we see what's available next time. I really wanted. They had Atomic Torpedo on yep. the same price, but I couldn't find a date on the box, and, which is and, weird for Sierra. I, I know, I know, and I looked several different times. And but then like the cardboard was all like kind of like I don't want to say soggy but like very moist. I'm like moist. yeah, this has probably been in here for a long time. I'm gonna go with the one that where the cardboard's a little more stiff and you know whatever. So. Not moist. Yeah. So um, I, you know, it's a good beer. I'm not probably gonna buy it again on purpose. Fair well, enough. Uh, I don't really have a fridge beer, right? But. If I did have a fridge beer, it would probably be Hazy Little Thing. I end up with a 12-pack of that a month. Uh, when I go out, like, to sporting events, whatever. Heck, I went to a hockey game recently, and you could get, like, a craft pint can for, like, a, a flat price of, like, $10 or whatever. Or you could get the Hazy Little Thing, and it was, like, a 20-ounce can for the same price. I'm like, well, I'm choosing that. <laughs> Um, yes, please. This Congratulations is... for not understanding what craft is. Yeah. What's craft? Not you. I mean, the the, the, the retailer. Yeah, well, it's the... more like, thank you for not understanding what a pint can is, <laughs> because you're giving me a 20-ounce for a 16-ounce price, and, and I'm here for that every time. Right. Um, is this the best Hazy IPA I've ever had? No, far from it. But they absolutely unlock the formula of what it takes to make a nationally distributed shelf stable hazy IPA. Right. And it doesn't matter if it's like three days old or three months old, it still tastes the same. And honestly, that's enough for me. Like you're making a good, consistent, cheap product that I enjoy enough. I mean, this, it, whatever. I absolutely love this beer and I will definitely buy it. Josh. Yeah, I mean, again, I know Jeff said it, Wells said it, I've said it. How the fuck we never did this beer on the show is absolutely beyond me. Uh, like Wells, this shows up in my fridge fairly consistently um, <clears throat> because it is a well-made hazy. Is it perfect? Is it what I want in a hazy? No. But like Wells said, it is shelf-stable. It's cheap. And goddamn, is it good? It, it, it's actually got a bite to it. Yeah. You know, and, and that's one of my big hangups with a lot of hazies, besides how they make me feel, but like. They're very they, soft. They're, they're just also soft. They're very soft. Too soft. No, and, and, and you're right, Jeff. This, this isn't soft. This definitely has a bite to it. Uh, it. It's got everything that I'm looking for in a hazy, and if I'm feeling lazy and feeling broke, I go that route all day, every day. So, absolute buy. All days from founders. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next beer up. Uh, all right. So one of the uh, fresh off the plane beers uh, from Treehouse. This is Tangerine Scream, which is a, I guess, a, a variant of Julius with tangerine puree and vanilla beans. So Julius, which, you know, has some notes similar to an orange Julius if you're from the Midwest, you know what Orange Julius is. Actually, it's probably more than just the Midwest, but yeah. Wells, Orange Julius, was that a thing for you too? I mean, I'm familiar with them. Okay. Okay. So, so Julius is, you know, in a beer, kind of a similar fashion. Well, here they just, you know, added more tangerine puree and vanilla beans. Um, I don't get a ton of the vanilla. The, mm. the, I, the tangerine is there. Um, it is very much tangerine. Um, I, I like tangerine, but I, I just... I can't imagine if I'm at Treehouse that this is the one that I want. You know what I mean? Like I'll get it on a flight, but I'm just not. I, I don't think I would buy this one on its own. I don't. I don't want a four pack of this. Well, no buy. It tastes like a creamsicle. Like it's got the the orange outside and the vanilla in the middle, and it it this tastes exactly like a creamsicle. And it's it's weird how much it tastes like that, but it's also like that's my favorite 
thing to order off the ice cream truck, but I'm not buying this beer. It, I, vanilla in my IPAs, I've got to be like in the mood for it. Yeah. And I am not in the mood for vanilla in a treehouse beer. I'm not. No buy. Josh. Yeah, I thought milkshake IPAs died. <clears throat> Apparently they hadn't. No, and they have not. This, this, I mean, if you like a milkshake IPA, oh, yeah. holy shit, this thing has got you written in spades. Yep, it's it's fantastic for it's, what it is. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, Wells is dead on. This is a fucking creamsicle. Like, there is vanilla there. There is orange there. It is all the things that I do not want in my IPA. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Congratulations, you nailed it. But okay, but, yeah. okay but that be- so then that begs a question. So let's take IPA off the table for a second. What style would you want those flavors in? That is a great question because I don't know that I would want them in anything beer related. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm landing too. Yeah, so like, yeah. If, if I want like, this like, isn't like a couple years ago where, oh, you made a, a IPA that tastes like a creamsicle. Okay, cool. Um now it's like, oh, God, why did you do that? So, all right, I got to tell you a really funny aside quickly. Uh, I think that's what this is. Yeah, yeah. So remember the uh, Fruit Punch IPA from Sweetwater? Uh, yes. That yeah, I absolutely cubbies. fell in love with. Uh-huh. A six-pack of that? Uh-huh. I was so fucking over it. I tried to tell you. Like, and you're I, like, no, I want it. I'm like, okay. I drank. You'll like, notice I didn't ask for anything back. Like, here, take the remainder of these cans. I, I be- grudgingly drank the rest of them and going, this fucking sucks. It is. I don't want this in my beer. It was too sweet. And, and that's what this is. Like, it sucks, but goddamn, did they nail it. They nailed the thing that I do not it, want in my beer. It's not that it sucks. They did exactly what they set out to do. We're just not the market for it. Correct. And sometimes yeah, that's there okay. You go. Right? Yeah, there you I mean, go. There you go. And Some of the stuff that we're into... A yeah. lot of people would turn their nose up at when they're like, oh, like a, a stock Stock-ale. beer? Yeah, what? sounds Stock-ale. gross. Yeah, nobody wants that. Nobody wants an ice box. Right. You know, like who wants a, you know, like a crispy Italian Pilsner? And we're all like, <laughs> please put it in my mouth face. Right. All right. Next beer up. Uh, mm. Another one from Treehouse. Uh, this one to, to me was even more bizarre than the last one. Yep. This is Jujuslius. So this, it says, is an exciting rendition of Julius featuring a huge dose of a proprietary blend of fruit added before packaging. So it says we're supposed to get mango, guava, peach, pineapple, passion fruit, lychee, and tangerine. That's too many fruits. Um, This, to me, definitely skews past the world of, like, I recognize it says it's an American IPA, but only in probably base recipe. And they've adjuncted the hell out of this thing, and it no longer represents what I would consider to be an IPA. You know, it's like we talk about like pastry stouts. I mean, yes, technically it is a stout, but man, oh man, some of those are so wild and so aggressive that it's hard to look at those as even like beer sometimes. Yeah. Or a smoothie sour. Um, that being said, if you want to drink an IPA that isn't bitter, that has a ton of fruit flavor and almost tastes like you're drinking fruit puree, this is your beer. Uh, that's not what I'm looking for. So I'm, I'm a no buy on this one. Wells? Uh, too many fruits. Way, way too much. And this doesn't taste like this. This is a cacophony of fruit. It's like everything is screaming at each other. Give me half as much and I think I'll enjoy it twice as much um right now i this seems like something i would drink for breakfast with my cereal in the morning uh this doesn't taste like beer this tastes like juice this tastes like something my nephew would enjoy he's one yeah um they should have made this as a berliner vice you know like i'm thinking about like how like divine barrel does the drop yeah you know like those flavors in that beer you're set because now i'm not expecting an ipa oh yeah good because I mean, it says IPA, and I'm sure the base beer is an IPA, but there's no way for me to tell. It this is this is a few fruit puree, just whatever. I, I don't like it. Too much and too little, Josh. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm again with with the bullies on this one. Way too much fruit. Uh, the passion fruit really takes over real quick and doesn't let go. 
and I don't taste half the other fruits that they claim are there on the label other than the pineapple because pineapple and passion fruit together can be a very powerful combination. And yeah, no. Next beer up. Next beer up from Sierra Nevada. We had hazy little thing. Now it's dank little thing. Seven half percent hazy IPA, which I guess they just made stronger. Slightly. Yeah, slightly stronger, different hops. Um, I like this more than Hazy Little Thing. Uh, note to self, if this comes in a 12-pack, get this instead of the Hazy Little Thing. I, I could, I'm could. i okay with this one. I would drink more of these. I would buy this. All right. Well, so it's, it's a different glass than I just drank that fruit punch fuck shit out of. And I've rinsed the other one. This still tastes very fruity to me, and I'm looking up what's in Dank Little Thing because uh, it's lychee, tangerine, apricot, <laughs> amarillo, chinook, and CTZ. Um, screw it, I like it. I don't know why I'm getting like a weird fruitiness to it because I don't that this beer does not have that, but I don't know. Maybe I'm still tasting that treehouse even though I've had water and rinsed my mouth out and all sorts of stuff. I'll, get the, I'll get the soap. I'll be right back. <laughs> it's a Sierra Nevada. It's an IPA, and the floor is pretty high. Josh. So I will tell you, Wells, it is all the other beers that have wrecked your palate because this on itself, it smells like somebody forgot to do their shirt, shirt laundry, and it tastes like somebody forgot to do their shirt laundry. It smells and tastes like weed. You eat a lot of up. shirts? No, he smokes a lot <laughs> in his shirts. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, I mean, like some people, you know, like use, you know, like proper equipment for smoking their weed. But Josh just uses his T-shirts. Yes. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Why not? Why not? But I mean, honestly, because I had one of these last night and it tasted like straight up fucking weed smelled like weed. And then I was like, is this like a CBD thing? Like, did they just not advertise it on the this? It's amazing to me how much these treehouse beers have completely wrecked my palate Yeah, from knowing what this tastes and smells like and I cannot taste or smell it like that now. It is it is delicious on its own. Yeah. It absolutely is. So I, I have no issue with it. This is a big, huge buy for me. Um, I just can't explain why I can't... Well, I can. I just did. Yeah. It's just bizarre to me that all that juice shit just... <laughs> it's crazy. Completely yeah. wrecked my palate. It is. It is. It is kind of wild. It is. All right. Uh, next beer up <clears throat> uh, from Sierra Nevada. This is Hot Bullet Little Thing. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Hot Bullet Magnum Edition. Magnum. Nine and a half percent Imperial IPA. Pours clear, ish. I mean, you know, it's not clear, clear, but right compared to everything else we've had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like. Very clear, uh, not hazy, I guess is maybe the better way to say it. Uh, very good. It is a nine and a half percent beer. It is malty, it is sweet, but man, sometimes maybe sometimes that's what you're chasing after. Give me something that's hoppy, give me the old school beer. You need some hoppy, give me some malty sweetness, that backbone, right, Wells? It's all about that malty backbone. He hates me so much. Yep, uh, I like this beer, I would buy it. Wells, woof. Nine and a half percent double IPA. Wow. This is extraordinary. Um, super clean, easy drinking. Easy drinking for a nine and a half percent. I'm more challenged by these little fruit fuck six percent things from Treehouse than I am this. Um, not the good way. This, this is excellent. This is delicious. Wow. Holy shit. Thank you. I'm out. Who brought this one, Josh? Yeah. I'm surprised that you were able to like spare one of these. So I um, spared two. I was actually saving one for Saturday until I got Whoop. down with the sickness. We were going to share one. Aw. I know. That's cute. Do you hold hands when you guys share beer? Yeah, sometimes. Aw. Yeah. Nice. Occasional little baby bird it, depending on where yeah. we are. Oh, yeah. And, oh. and then I'll try to kill him immediately after. So. Well, yeah, obviously. I mean... <laughs> can't be any witnesses right exactly no one uh, can know what we've done no this this is fucking fantastic and you know getting actually in the same 
grocery store trip, seeing this and the dank little thing, I'm like, uh-huh. I, I'm fucking set. Yep. Like, let's have a night, baby. Let's go. Uh, God damn, this is so good. And it does clean out all that fruit shit that we had really easy because this is aggressively hopped. Yeah. And I miss this style of beer sometimes. 100%. 100%. And I'm so glad Sierra Nevada is still out there holding the flag, doing doing the thing. Doing it, doing it, doing it well. All right. Final beer up. Final beer up. Treehouse is King Julius. What fruit fuckery do we have in it's this just, one? It's just double Julius. Hey! You know? So, so orange and creamsicle, like, again, like, this is what they, you know, banked. Like, you know, Julius and all of the Julius variants are their creamsicle, then they've got green, which is their more, you know, like, hoppy hop, whatever. Right. But uh, tonight we're having all the fruity ones. Uh, this one's not bad. Uh, of the three, this is my favorite treehouse, but it wouldn't take much. Um, I, I know treehouse has a lot of beer that i do like um julius is in there i i'm um man i I, I'm, I get really on the fence when it comes to creamsicle though julius is good um i'll buy this one if i'm there and i see it i would i would buy this one it's got enough hot bite it's not just a smoothie you know which again right. to me like for the amount of money that gets charged for some of these beers and you're just like so they can buy a golf club or a golf course i I I get it your your ingredients cost money but man sometimes i want beer to taste like beer and not like fruit smoothies right but yeah i'm I'm, i would buy this one Well, well it's delicious see this is everything that i wanted that tangerines like Tangerine Scream does not need to exist because this beer does, right? Like, I don't need it. But to people quit act. buying this. People want to buy the new thing, and that's where Tangerine Scream comes in. Oh, well, then fine. Let let the, the new money, you know, peel off and start chasing the new hot shit, and I'm going to be sitting back here drinking King Julius and, like, laughing. This is fantastic. <coughs> Josh. All right, so Jeff tells me... <clears throat> Hey, Josh, all your other half stuff is going to get bumped to the next set of shows. Incorrect. Incorrect. I offered it up. Yeah, you said, and I could, you may throw the flag. I, I'm going to do the commercial. I'm going to throw the flag. I offered it up. Let's go to the tape real quick, shall we? If anything needs to get bumped, my other half stuff can get bumped. Dear listener, I bought another case of other half beer. Yay. Uh, if mo- you need to pull anything, pull the other half stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was excited because I knew what we were getting bumped for. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was one of those things where it's like, fair trade-off. Yeah. Then we had what we had, and I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> in, in fairness, there's about a dozen of these. Yeah. They're not all going to be winners. Right. You know, well, like, and it's like the other half stuff. Like, I've got six of them. I like them all. You're probably going to like maybe one. If. If one. Right, right. If one. So... I was like, cool. I know Jeff loves Treehouse. Like, when it comes to hazy stuff, like, this is Jeff's, this is Jeff's, like, golden idol. Like, when it comes to, like, as with, a hazy, hazy stuff. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Whereas Wells and I fucking gush all over. Other half, so, you know, fair trade. Yeah. And then we had what we had, and I'm like, this ain't it, Chief. Again, you know, this is a quarter of the sample. Right. Size. Let's have some more next show. And then we had this, and I was like, you totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, other half, for making a good beer. That but, but this is a flagship for them, right? They yes. run it all the time. And right. Good. And likely. Like, yeah. Likely for good reason. Yeah, absolutely. And yes, I would 1,000% buy this. And that's where... And it's it's like this with all the hazy shit out there. Or the fruity shit. There are so many variants. And they're right. so fucking hit or miss. Right. And man, when you run across a, 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 a string of them that are bad, you're like... What are you doing? Right. And, and then you get into one where it's like, you know what you're doing. You're just, you're, you're throwing recipes at the wall. It's, it's seeing what sticks. Yeah. To, to me, it feels like there it's, it's different measurements of hops in, in other miscellaneous yeah. things. And, and there's not like, can they make good beer? Yeah. Do they yeah. need to always make good beer? No. Yeah. Because it's going to get bought regardless. Oh yeah. You know, Absolutely. And, 
every now and then you find one that really catches fire and you can and you actually wrote notes and you know how to make it a second time and now you've got a new flagship called lightning drops and i look at you and I'm like good job resident culture you've got a hazy ipa that everybody likes and you can keep making it and that's awesome and then they put out a bunch of other stuff and or it or burial like cool that one was good i'll never have it again and, right. and i know that's part of the experience and it's okay yeah, but when is. somebody, you know, like like whether it's a treehouse or whomever else, when they have one, it becomes a flagship, then they're doing something right. Yeah, absolutely. So it's time for I tap that, Jeff. How does that work? Uh, out of all of these beers, what's the one that we would like to have a whole lot more of? And I'm talking like a keg of it. I've got a fridge at the house in the garage. It's got two beer taps on it. I can put two kegs on. What's a what's, Which one of these would I like to order and have on tap? And uh, I'm really struggling between the dank little thing and the hot bullet. Um, and, and I'm going to end up going hot bullet because, you know me, I like a clear IPA over a hazy. Right. And it's, that's going to be a tough one to get through before it all kind of starts to fall off. But, man, oh, man, I'm going to have a good time as much of it as I can remember. Well, <sighs> hazy little thing lives in my fridge. Right. True. However, comma. If I had a kegerator, I would want that hot bullet on there because hazy little thing belongs in my fridge and the hot bullet can fit in my kegerator. That's, That's my tap. Yeah. That's easy. Josh, what are you gonna do? Dank. He's going dank. Actually, no, it's gotta go hot bullet. All I right. Mean, I, I, Although Dank is is up there of yeah, again I promise you the the, the Julius Treehouse shit wrecked our palates. That thing is fucking amazing on its own. Um, I did save a can of that too. That for drank, Wells that I drank last night. <laughs> not not for me. Of course, yeah. then again, I'm not, you well, know. Well, you're not in the gone. D&D circle, so. Yeah, I'm not in the D&D circle. Yeah, you got you to gotta roll the bones, baby. I'm not touching your bones. Roll the bones, roll the bones baby. Uh, the only thing we're rolling is that beautiful bean footage. Yes, you're right. If I can get the fucking phone to work. You know what? I feel like this is a you thing, and we go through this every time. It's a total phone thing. As you can see, I am... Unplugging and plugging the cable in so I can play the outro music. Meanwhile, come find us on the interwebs. Go to Fuck Crap it. Beercast. There's no music this time. Co- come to crapbeercast.com. Uh, check out our old episodes if you want to. Don't go too far back because they're not very good. Yeah, no, they're um, not. We got picked up by some other weird like yep, news nope. aggregator, and they're like, mm, yes, we're going to feature. We like to feature creative content from the region. Um, also, we would like you to pay $55 to go ahead and get yourself promoted above everyone else. And I'm like, ha-ha wrong not today satan that's right nobody's heard of you you will not exist in a year well nobody's heard of us to be fair yeah right well yeah so so nobody's heard of us nobody's heard of you so clearly if it's we a send, perfect storm if we send you money that we don't have it, it, it's, it's a perfect storm of, of synergies yeah and that's where you know like we'd say go go to our patreon and support us if you want to support us uh thanks to people that send us beer you can do that as well reach out to us contact at crapbeercast.com on the emails or every now and then and Josh checks the uh, x.com at uh, at CBcast. Yeah. They got a Facebook, I guess, uh, facebook.com slash crapbeercast. We suck at social media anymore. I, well, like, we don't suck. Social media sucks. Social media sucks, man. Like, like it's just not worth going on. I, 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 I logged on to the Facebook last week to post the picture. And we, the only interaction, I mean, like, we have, a, we usually get a couple likes. You're like, woohoo, you know, woo-hoo. but the only other interaction was a spam account that tried to tell me that we had been reported for using copyrighted content and i'm oh. like no go away yeah no go nice trice nice trice so uh, wells where can they find you anywhere at all the wells on instagram josh where are you besides right here uh hit our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice tell a friend tell somebody you've been listening to us for 10 plus years 500 plus episodes you know, the more people that can we really sh- survive on word of mouth more than anything. We have no advertisements, so that's, what does ludicrous have to do with this? I don't know. Luda! That's, a, that's a good question. 
Um, at some point, we will have the Utopias that we purchased with our Patreon monies. I am very excited about that day, as you Jeff said. It's delicious. <laughs> I know you are. As Jeff said, uh, patreon.com slash craftbeercast if you want to help us get more whales. Like, I don't know, make Kate the Great happen again somehow. <laughs> We're not making that kind of money. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Uh, other than that, we will talk to you all next Thursday.